Welcome back to the show. It's Chris Denman live in St. Louis. We have our executive producer, Chris Gardner, here. Joining in Brooklyn, the great Travis Terrell. He has been writing for Sesame Street for the last three months, but he's got a, a rough landing coming back home. He's talked a lot of smack about the Midwest as he's become a New Yorker. We're looking forward to uh, seeing how he responds. Travis? I heard the local hockey team uh, did okay. Good for them. <laughs> Speaking of hockey team, special guest today. He's in promoting a big event for Gateway Pet Guardians, Jason Pippi. He also happens to be the director of entertainment for the St. Louis Blues, so we'll get into that, and we'll talk about the big event tomorrow night. But, Dr. Ed, this is all about you. I know you have a huge ego. You're a huge, huge – you get really wild during this segment every week. From Hillside Animal Hospital, it's a great doctor. Ed. What's you, up, doctor? You forgot Ed? the most important thing. What's that? Jason's a client of Hillside, too. That is a huge thing. Between yep. the two of us, we just had a whole wing built. I know. Because of our, our patronage. No, you take your dog there. That's awesome. Yep. And he also got his dog where? At Gateway Pet Guardians. Look at this. See, it's all planned <laughs> out. It all comes together. It, it all feeds in uh, perfect. Dr. Ed has obviously been a huge supporter of Gateway Pet Guardians, and uh, Jason has a big event tomorrow night. He's gotten a little competitive about it. Uh, he wants to uh, he wants to raise a ton of money. You're giving away a it's Pines for Pups at Missouri Bar and Grill, 5 to 9 p.m. tomorrow night. I've shared the uh, the link. We'll continue to do that throughout the day. Our friends at Pet Wants St. Louis West are giving you a prize if you share the stream today because we're trying to spread the word. So we appreciate you just hitting share. 10% of all proceeds tomorrow night at Missouri Bar and Grill goes to Gateway Pet Guardians. And you've got a Tarasenko game-used stick yep. as well, signed. Signed game-used stick. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that, that one we're actually giving away for uh, – you make a you make a twenty dollar you make a twenty dollar donation to uh, to the fundraiser. And you can do it through the link on yep, Facebook. You can do it through the link on Facebook, and uh, then you're entered to win. So it's twenty dollars for one entry, but you can five, ten, fifteen, twenty See entries. It. Travis, uh, this is some stuff we would pull. We're gonna pull out the bit. Even in uh, even in charitable drives, Jason, uh, he's a runner as well. Uh, he gets competitive. He's pulling out the big guns. He works with the Blues, and he said, oh, we're raising money, are we? <laughs> he brings out a signed game-used Tarasenko stick. Can you sign, like, Big Bird's head or something and donate it? Uh, no, Chris. Uh, we are a reputable organization. We've been around <laughs> for 50 years. Um, we would dare not. Why would we? That's in our program. Would this stand on the Jumbotron? This, this no. choppy I would, I would I would dump to a graphic. <laughs> 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 there we go. Thank you. And roll. Three, and two, one, go. <laughs> one more time for Hillside Animal Hospital. Give it up for everybody. <laughs> Travis literally texted before we came back. I was like, stream's a little choppy. Uh, I don't know. But we do appreciate uh, Travis sticking on. Travis, you there still? Can anybody still see me? Oh, we see. Yeah. It's much better now. Now, what were you going to donate to the cause to, to raise some No, I, I was actually going to ask Jason the question. Jason's actually pretty familiar with the New York area. You have worked previously with some New York teams. I did. I, I actually got my start uh, in Newark, New Jersey with the Devils. And uh, then I did a little – I went to the New York Islanders and, and shut down the uh, – the Coliseum. I, I was I was there. I was there for the for the final game. And I'll tell you, um, St. Louis fans are crazy. St. Louis fans are loud. But the loudest the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life was that final game, the Islanders in Nassau Coliseum. Oh but, wow! So it was really. It, it was. I mean, I was inside our control room and I could not hear the the woman sitting next to me. We were trying to cut the show, 
and you could not hear because it was so loud. And they were just all screaming about New York slices. Exactly. The they, they were like, yeah. we want big pies. <laughs> I, I imagine that would probably be like the, the last game in the old arena here. Absolutely. It must have been like that. Were yeah. you there? No, I no. wish I would have been. I don't, I don't remember it, but I, I can imagine that. People, yeah. people were ripping out seats. We, we had to have security. <laughs> yeah, they, they were just like ripping the seats off, off the hinges and walking out with them. We were like, okay, cool. Well, we, that's one less we have to uninstall. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I went to a charity auction one time, and, I, and you know, they, they sell bricks, commemorative yeah. bricks. You know, and my, my daughter, Anna, you know, I bought this thing, and I won the silent auction for it. And she said, Dad, why in the world do you want a brick from the area? And I said, Anna, you're missing an M. It's a brick from the arena. <laughs> I, I would have wanted Carter. one of the ceiling panels that smelled like cigarette smoke. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> oh, it used to hover in there like fog. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I still remember it from oh. being little. You know what Grandpa I remember about the arena? Grandpa taking me to games and him yelling at Brett Hull. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it reverse? Is Hall yelling at you now? Oh, oh no, I'm the one yelling at Hall. <laughs> Brett, I need you in the Zamboni corner now. Yeah. Brett, you forgot your line. Glory, <laughs> glory. <laughs> Brett, you're, take the Oakleys off. Take, stop it, Brett. So, we win, Waiting for that. So, so who's on the tracker this morning? Does anyone know where he is presently? Yeah, it's like it's like partying? trying to it's like trying to track Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. 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 We have a little <laughs> he just gives gifts of social media videos <laughs> all the time. Wholeness check. Uh, <laughs> do we, in your position? Uh, so we've had Carly in. Obviously, she's been a part of our show in the past. She kind of gave us the skinny behind the scenes at the level you're at, at the position you hold the post Stanley Cup celebrations, how nervous were you something that would come back on you would happen like during the entire thing? Because that's a lot. Controlling a 50-person party is tough. Right. You get into the millions, hundred thousands, right. whatever it was, how nerve-wracking or what was the moment that you were like, well, uh, I was the director of entertainment. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> we, I mean, we had, we had started planning that probably uh, near the beginning of the the final round mm -hmm. and uh so we had we had the run of show we had videos to roll uh then all of a sudden my radio goes out and then then i i'm trying to yell to the people rolling the videos and then the players just didn't show up we we had no no idea where the players were mm -hmm. here there was there was actually a wedding going on in the old cathedral parking lot that that at the exact same time and the players came in through that way and decided it would be funny to crash these these people's wedding. <laughs> so I'm sta I'm standing there just trying to vamp, like, okay, uh, what do I do? Where are they? But they were just taking wedding photos with these with these folks. That's and pretty on the list of places they could have been. That's pretty yeah. tame, right? Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty tame. But then I think the moment where I said, okay. Uh, I'm done. Let me update my resume. Was uh, Peron actually? He starts storming the stage. He has the cup. He he and he's oh like no. he's like I'm going to come onto the stage now. <laughs> I'm like no, no, you stay there. We have a run of show. And he's like no, I'm going to do it for France. And I'm like no, you just stay there. 
or I am going to lose my job. <laughs> I have held it together this long. I didn't know David Prom was Russian. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. That's, yeah. that's an all-timer, yeah. and that's one, too, because in your position, you're not a coach, you're not the general manager, you're not an owner. In your position, you're, there's a CBA keeping you from... <laughs> from yelling at anybody absolutely there let's we don't have to get into the physicality of the people you're trying to corral <laughs> yep. like if they can beat up other dudes on skates like i'm sure they're fine on their feet too. oh yep you're not absolutely. pushing them you're not even going to do that no. but thankfully i'm sure it was mostly joy so people tend to listen when they're having fun and rather than if yeah. it was a negative thing yeah. right yeah yeah once once we we calmed calmed the the uh, international crisis that was about to happen <laughs> down. Uh, we we he went he back he backed up and we and we went on. Travis, with the what do you do in that situation? Do you feel like you could handle it like Jason did? I like I no I would not. Have. <laughs> uh, considering how how massive of men he has to work with, so I in that situation. Yeah, I'm probably, a, I'm already on LinkedIn. I'm probably sending yep. my resume out. Yep. I'm definitely probably realizing, yeah, this is it. But hell, why not? It is the Stanley Cup celebration. So exactly. it's a good, a good way to go out, I suppose. So, I mean, the, the hardest part after that, it was just like corralling kittens because they're, 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 they all wanted more beer. Yep. They all had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and, and I am just like, no, 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 stay right here. No, oh, wait, no, you over there. And again, I had, no, I had no way to communicate to anybody besides just yelling across, mm -hmm. the, across the, the stage. But then uh, I think the moment of, uh, my moment of Zen was John, John Hamm just uh, looked at Parting me. He, he, just, he, just, he just came over like, this is awesome, dude. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, John Hamm, it is. In case anyone was uh, mistaken, John Hamm's not actually in studio, and Jason saying that as John Hamm just made my hair raise. <laughs> on my arm. That's, how, that's how John Hamm does it. So yeah. Thankfully, you didn't have to call Dr. Ed to help corral the kitties, no, that, which is usually what happens. I was yeah. on standby for the chinchilla, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say so. Dr. Ed, do you, did you get nervous with uh, the barstool dude with his chinchilla? Like... I saw that thing and I was like, I don't, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a squirrel. So sorry if I feel a little, <laughs> if I sound a little, eh. but that thing had to be super stressed and not in a good place, right? I don't know. Apparently this guy has taken it around so many times, so many it's places that it's common place. Yeah. It's kind of used to it. Yeah. So where did chinchillas rank on your, uh, your pet list? Now you, he'll, he'll be honest. I'll say, should I get a pet pig? He's like, eh, not, not something you should look into. Where do you feel? How do you feel about chinchillas? Uh, well, they're not in the top ten. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. See, <laughs> above or below a mini horse. These opinions are not necessarily shared by We Are Alive. <laughs> <laughs> above or below a mini horse. Oh well, gosh. I guess if I if I had a farm, I mean, I'd have to qualify. Go mini horse, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I saw a mini horse in a Tower Grove about two weeks ago. Yeah, walking in the yeah, park. Yeah, the guy was just walking it like a pit bull. <laughs> Which, again. Certain dogs are going to think, like, this is going to be real fun to chase. <laughs> Does anyone not see a mini horse and just not start singing? Bye, bye, little Sebastian. Shout out to Parks and Rec. Yeah. I mean, how do, you, how do you see one now and not sing that song? That's fair. That is. Nick Offerman, friend of the show. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I get it. Uh, again, we've got Jason Pippi, if you're just joining live. He's a director of entertainment from the Blues. But I would even say, more importantly, he's raising money for Gateway Pet Guardians. Tomorrow night, you can go to Missouri Bar and Grill from 5 to 9 p.m. 
They're donating 10% of the proceeds. Will Sean be working tomorrow night? We have a gentleman. Did we record with Sean this we week? We recorded with Sean Oh, yesterday. you're going to love Sean, Jason. He's a character. Uh, Sean will not be <coughs> bartending at Mobar tomorrow night. Uh, he is actually on his way to Wisconsin right now oh. to visit his father. Well, he's a character. Now, I do have a friend, Gerald, that could end up being down there. So, I know Gardner, two bartenders down While sober himself, Gardner still surrounds himself with interesting people well i hang out in watering holes saloons so it's bartenders cops and lawyers that's kind of yeah. what's around me huh. those are sounds good friends like a, good friends to have yeah i was gonna say sounds like a suite at the blues game <laughs> <laughs> contact jason pippy for more information uh guys so jason how Travis, quickly jason how quickly is the new season coming upon you guys you've obviously because of the celebration extended your summer I would imagine you guys have had to work a little bit longer hours throughout the summer because of the celebration. So how are you guys preparing for the upcoming season, considering that this is absolutely new territory for the St. Louis Blues? They are going to be, you guys are going to probably be putting together, I would imagine, some fun programming for the upcoming season Stanley Cup champions. Absolutely. The, I mean, the, the crazy part is having to concurrently plan for next season, mm -hmm. but also follow the cup on its cup tour. Right. So we're, we're <clears> trying <throat> to generate that content, but also plan for the season. Um, it, we, were, we were already starting planning the, the week after, after the parade. Uh, that's a, oh, wow. a that we, had, we had the schedule in hand already. And uh, you know, that's when we're, we're planning what, what theme nights are we gonna have on what games and you know, what, how are we going to attack the ticket marketing in this, uh, for this team game? Up sales, you have the team of marketing. Exactly, uh, you know, we're, we're in full swing of renewals of sponsorships. So uh, what sponsors are coming back? What are their features? How are we producing these? Uh, so we're, we, are in, oh, wow. in, we are in full swing. Um, luckily we've, we've had Fridays off to kind of take our foot off the gas. Um, but it, it is definitely a grind that that uh, I've never experienced before. This, this is my first cup, but uh, you know I feel bad for the people in Boston who have, have to go through the same thing. But they aren't. They have nothing. Right. Uh, I have a business question. <laughs> nice, nice dig, Jason. That was good. I have a business question. Uh, inbound leads for sponsorship through the roof after winning the cup. Does everybody want to be associated associated with it or? It, has there been a difference? You know, I think that I think that's the, been the the best thing about this Stanley Cup is that the the entire St. Louis community wants to be a part of it. Like, I mean, everyone from schools, churches to corporate sponsors, uh, the police, <clears throat> the fire department, like everyone is so tied into this story that it has brought the city together. So, yeah, ev everyone everyone wants a piece of the pie this year, um, but in a good way because they they ha it's such a feel good story. No, that's that's fantastic. I watched Dr. Ed. How long have you been a fan? 67. First Six, year. 67. First time, seriously. Each week on the show, just going through the whole playoffs, it's been magical. And then to have Dr. Ed uh, give us some perspective on, you got yelled at by a Bruins player back in the day, I remember? <laughs> yeah, last time they played Boston in 1970, we, we got yelled at by Derek Sanderson. Oh. He just <laughs> rode his bike over to where he assumed Weren't they were Weren't you heckling staying. him, though? Yeah, yeah, we were heckling him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the St. Louis I missed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> We got what we came for. We wanted to. We wanted to get a rise out of him, and he yeah. he hung out the hotel window and was yelling at us to get lost. That's oh, amazing. That's, that's so amazing. great. You yeah, scamps. You know, <laughs> you know, nine, ten-year-old kids, you know, on bikes. And oh, it makes me so happy. Like that. Yeah, I know. Those were the good old days. Travis, I'm going to tell people about St. Louis Counseling Service if you don't mind. Please go ahead. 
Oh man, you were frozen. That was really weird hearing that. St. Louis Counseling Services works with us. They've got mental health capabilities for you and yours businesses, individuals, schools. They have uh, been serving the St. Louis area since 1955. Be sure to contact Tom Duff and the team at St. Louis Counseling Services. Again, individuals, income, doesn't matter. They will help you. Uh, they've been great partners of ours for a while now. They also produce a podcast, Mental Health Matters, right here at Midcoast Studio. Check it out anywhere you get your podcast. Believe uh, next guest will be a local musician from here in St. Louis. So be sure to check that out. Uh, breaking down the mental health stigma at St. Louis Counseling Services, stlouiscounseling.org. We've got Hillside Animal Hospitals, dogs on film to get to, maybe a news story or two. We've got Jason Pippian helping out from uh, Gateway Pet Guardians. Gardner, do we want to jump into the game? And do it right? Yeah, we can. Uh, and while I have it up here, let's also once again welcome Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. What's her voice in the background? Nice. Great work. Nice. Great work. Now that we've done that, we can play a game. How's the game go? Well, it's a game for everyone in this studio and for a particular person in Brooklyn. It brings us all together, much like a Stanley Cup will. Oh my gosh, that was a great time. It's a game called Dogs on Film. How jealous of you are of that technology, Jason. That, that was some high <laughs> production quality. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Do you do banner um, raising? We, we may let you guys <laughs> Look at this. We've got work. <laughs> are they, uh, are th is there any rumors if they're going to keep Gloria going in any way, or are we going to back off? And do we want to present our theory year? about the manager, or is that for another time? The manager. Oh, that's another time probably. Okay, all right. Yeah, um, no, there, there really haven't, haven't been many talks yet about, about Gloria. Our, our, our biggest focus right now is, is getting the cup around, around the country, around mm -hmm. Canada, and um, just trying to... Plan, plan the season. That seems like a lack of priority. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was really surprised that you didn't have her there at the, at the rally. Was, well, that, was she, that even a, an idea? Well, or, she's well. dead. Oh, okay. Well, seance, no, maybe. But what a great, yeah, seance. Why didn't you try a seance? Hologram. <laughs> Hologram. Now, Dr. Ed, we won't go into this because we've got to play the game presented by All Hillside right. Animal Hospital. All but right. the manager has continued her legacy, runs a Twitter account on her behalf. Ah. We have some theories. We won't go into that currently if you ever saw selena that might have <clears throat> but there's a manager that continues the legacy they flew her in was that you're doing that was not that was not so they flew her in they treated the manager like gold center around town made her part of the entire experience and i feel like a lot of it happened on twitter like i don't know that everybody knows about that like general public but right. it looked like you guys treated her extremely well and all kidding aside it looked like she represented uh, her former client very well and to make Dr. Ed feel better, Travis made the same mistake you did. Yeah, I, I, well, and we had to reveal the same information I, live on air. To <laughs> it's true, it's true. But they, I mean, they tweet as if she's still alive. Yeah, they, they, yeah which is kind exactly. of the weird. That's kind well, of the weird thing. Like, see, thank now, you. Jason, you're chipping. You're, sorry, sorry, you're, sorry. No, no, no. You're you're going to feed our theory, yeah. and it's yeah. we're a little worried. Let's play, off air let's discussion. Let's play the game for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I can feel better. Okay. Oh yeah. You're gonna feel better. You never get mad at this game. No, never. I love this game. I love this game. Gardner, how's the game go? Okay, it's called Dogs on Film. Now, there's a bit of irony in that, because we tried to do a lot of dog movies before. We've run through all those dog movies. So we have to come up with other themes, but we still call the game Dogs on Film just because we don't want to do more production and redo everything. 
We're We've already production. done all that. And I, I can't go get a film hospital to work with us. No, <laughs> there's no such thing yeah, exactly. that I know of. Thank you. So here's what we got. We have six total movies, three pairs of movies. We'll pit one movie against another. You have to guess which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes. If you do, you get a point. So you have a total possibility of three points for the regular period of game. There is a seventh movie that is a tiebreaker if needed. That seventh movie, you just have to guess closest to the actual score. So there could be seven movies used. But we have six total, three pairs to begin the game. Now, we've changed themes throughout. Sometimes I put like a theme on one particular game, all seven movies. Not today. I've kind of done it uh, like we have back and forth here. So your first set of movies will be ones that have uh, kind of a Quentin Tarantino's fingerprints on them. Oh. Um, he'll be involved in the direct, directing it in some way, not full director in one. And then I've kind of branched off from there to give you a Brad Pitt versus a um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I've heard of all of these Because people. they were in the most recent Quentin Tarantino one. And then, uh, and actually they're, they're Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio movie set in New York, oh where my. Travis is. Oh, my goodness. That leads us to our final pairing, which is two movies set cool. in New York. And your tiebreaker will have a New York theme as well. Hmm. So it kind of crescendos. It kind of progresses throughout. You've outdone game. yourself. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> throughout, I might arbitrarily decide if I want to tell someone or a group of people they're right or wrong. If I want to go with right, you'll hear... Yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah dog. If I want to tell you you're wrong... <laughs> you'll it's hear bad. that. I don't and then maybe that. at the end, when someone wins, it'll be a glorious victory. Glory, glory! Maybe we'll do that today. Maybe we'll do that I'll today. never, never not love the DMX in the background. <laughs> <laughs> was that your doing? Uh, no, I can, I, uh, that one was Tony Patrico. Okay. Oh, I love Tony. It was Tony yeah. Patrico. All right. So to help out, too, when I give you the movie, instead of just saying, hey, here's the movie, here's the other movie, which one do you think? My friend Sean, who people listen to the show, view the show regularly, know who he is. I get together with him and we record descriptions, brief descriptions of these movies, and we have a little chit-chat before and after sometimes as well. So you'll be introduced to Sean uh, today, uh, Jason. So that'll be interesting Excited. for you. <laughs> uh, Excited. Yes. So why don't we get started? Your first set of movies, they have the fingerprint of Tarantino on them. So here is your first movie. Getting ready for a big trip. Big trip in the Wisconsin, the dairy state. Gonna bring back some cheese for me? Sure. What kind? Thinking for you, a nice uh, extra sharp white cheddar. At 12 years, age 12 years. Oh, oh, magnifique. Is that clock off? Clock's off. Is that why you stood me up for a movie on Saturday? Yeah, clock's off. Movie, movie, <laughs> missed the movie. All right, first up, Sin City. 2005, drama crime. Two hours, 27 minutes. This quartet of a neo-noir's tales this quartet of a neo-noir tales, a mysterious salesman, Josh Harnett, narrates a tragic story of codependency while a muscle-bound vigilante, Mickey Rourke, tears his way through a criminal underworld in search of his lost love, Jamie King. In another part of the city, a grizzled cop, Bruce Willis, foils the ambitions of a child killer, Nick Stahl. And an ex-prostitute, Brittany Murphy, evades her ex-pimp, Benicio Del Toro, with the help of her new boyfriend, Dwight, Clive Owen. You ever been to Sin City? Yeah, well, <laughs> you mean Vegas? Yes, I've been a lot. Las Vegas. Don't go to Las Vegas. 
Vegas. Don't go to Las Vegas. Lost all my money in a half an hour. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it started with a nose blow and ended with him broken Vegas. Yeah. Great. Uh-huh. After we heard about him hitchhiking last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's your first one. Sin City. Going against... All right, next up, The Hateful Eight, 2015, drama mystery, three hours, seven minutes. While racing toward the town of Red Rock in post-Civil War Wyoming, bounty hunter John the Hangman Ruth, Kurt Russell, and his fugitive prisoner, Jennifer G. Le- Jennifer Jason Lee, encounter another bounty hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, and a man who claims to be a sheriff. Hoping to find shelter from a blizzard, the group travels to a stagecoach stopover located on a mountain pass. Greeted there by four strangers, the eight travelers soon learn that they may not make it to their destination destination after all. We were supposed to see a Quentin Tarantino oh, movie on Saturday. Is that the reason? Yeah, okay. I mean, let's might as well do them all then. What's next on the <laughs> list? Another Quentin Tarantino movie? I'm sorry. God dang it. All right. <laughs> yeah, now, heard hey, by now, fair, Sean stood me up on Saturday for a morning movie. Was so. the film better because he didn't show up? Like, come on. No, because he always has a coughing fit in the middle of a movie, and he has to leave the theater, and I always laugh at that. (laughs) Got it. Got it. So, uh, Jason, I guess I forgot to tell you, Sean may or may not be drinking while we're recording this throughout. No, I couldn't tell. Who would have thought? So, the ones with the Tarantino fingerprints on them, The Hateful Eight versus Sin City. What are your guesses for which one has a better score according to Rotten Tomatoes? Travis, start us off. I'm going with Sin City. Dr. Ed. Yeah, I got to go with that, too. Uh, I'm going Hateful Eight, and uh, I think I'm going to regret it. Jason? I'm going to go Sin City. Mm. Those that went Sin City. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Sin City. Nice. A 77. The Hateful Eight. A 74. Oh. It was close. It was close. Wish it would have been a... Uh, Spread of eight. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Chris with none. Jason, Dr. It. Ed, and Travis with one as we move on to our second set. Set in New York, a Brad Pitt movie, a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Here's your first one. All right, meet Joe Black, 1998, drama fantasy, one hour, three minutes, three hours, one minute. Bill Parrish, Anthony Hopkins, businessman and devoted family man, is about to celebrate his 65th birthday. However, before he reaches that landmark, he is visited by death, Brad Pitt, who has taken human form as Joe Black, a young man who recently died. Joe and Bill make a deal. Bill will be given a few extra days of his life, and Joe will spend the same time getting to know what it's like to be human. It seems like a perfect arrangement until Joe falls in love with Bill's daughter. Boy, how did that end up? Don't you remember? Remember the scene where Brad Pitt gets killed? No. How does that happen? He's hit by two cars. His body's flipping through the air. Yeah? He gets hit by one car in a van, and it throws his body in the air. Then it, he's upside down in the midair, and a taxi cab comes through and hits him again. I don't think I've seen the whole movie. <laughs> so, Meet Joe Black is your first one. There's your second one. Oh, next up, we have uh, The Basketball Diaries, 1995. Adaptation, coming of age, one hour, 44 minutes. Jim Carroll, Leonardo DiCaprio, is consumed by his life as high school basketball star. Pressured by his wicked coach, Bruno Kirby, and a concerned mother, Lorraine Bracco, Jim develops an appetite for heroin. Soon, the mean streets of New York City uh, have replaced the basketball court as his main destination. Jim and his friends scrounge, steal, and prostitute themselves to score drugs. Jim's only chance to escape 
escape addiction may be Reggie, Ernie Hudson, a neighborhood friend and hoops companion. Quite a book, I might say. Very influential in my life for some reason. I read that book and I thought it was the coolest. Oh, I didn't go out and start heroin, but I was smoking weed and everything by then. Came late. Each of these two movies, yeah. one has Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. one has Brad Pitt, yeah. who both star in the most recent Quentin Tarantino movie oh, that really? you stood me up for on Saturday. Really? What a lineup. I mean, you know, I could take or leave either one of them. Who else is in it? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell? God, what is your problem with Kurt Russell? You love that guy. I do like Kurt Russell. You do. You know his best movie ever was? Yeah. The answer's Overboard. I know that. I was going to say that. It's just coming out of my mouth. Oh, it's Goldie Hawn's best movie anyway. <laughs> so, it's uh, Meet Joe Black versus The Basketball Diaries. Mm. Travis, just keep uh, going. Nothing Dr. inspired. Ed. Oh, yeah. Do, go ahead, Dr. Ed. I'm going to go Basketball Diaries. Trav? I'm going to go with Basketball Diaries as well. Jason? I'm going to go with uh, Meet Joe Black. i got to go Basketball Diaries. Jason, out on a limb. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Oh, my oh. gosh. The the man here to promote his Gateway Pet Guardians charity event is in the lead. Mm. Jason's got two. It's two. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed, one. <laughs> Travis, one. None for Chris. Okay. The scores on that one. 46 for the Basketball Diaries. <laughs> wow. Ouch. I, I don't remember that movie. Was that good? Well, like, did, right. did we enjoy it at the time? It was okay. I thought it was, it was okay. better than the 46, but I guess, yeah. I don't know, it's been a while since. Was Leo rocking the middle part in that? He was the, he was the star. No, but no, the middle part. He totally oh, had a totally. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah. that was that era. Yeah, yeah. That, was, okay. that was the middle part era. Uh, I definitely played some basketball with an undercut bowl cut. <laughs> day, so. Meet Joe Black, a 53. Hmm. A 53 for Meet Joe Black, and if you didn't hear... You, Sean mentioned uh, the heroin came later for him. Oh, a brief period didn't. in his life. Got it. That's when he left New Mexico to get back to where it was safe in Chicago. Oh, oh. that's always a funny story. Whoa, oh, Travis God. upset. Okay. All right. So we move on to our final pairing. Set in New York. Here's your first one. All right, next up we have Carlito's Way. 1993, drama crime, two hours, 24 minutes. A free man after years in prison, Carlito Brigante Al Pacino, intends to give up his criminal ways. But it's not long before the ex-con is sucked back into you into the New York City underworld. Reconnecting with his dancer girlfriend, Gail, Penelope Ann Miller, Carlito gets entangled in the shady dealings of his friend, Dave Kleinfeld, Sean Penn, who also serves as his lawyer. When Carlito and Kleinfeld run afoul of shifty gangster Benny Blanco, John Leguizamo, it sets them on a dangerous path. can never get that guy's name right, but I love him. I think he's great. God, I mean, how many Hispanic guys got a Z in their stinking last name? That's all I Not a lot of Zs in the old Spanish uh, last name category. It's not true. There's Cruz. You know, there's a bunch of them. Never mind. Anywho. <laughs> It was fun watching God him take that walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there and watching him walk through it, and then he was just like, oh, I'm completely wrong. Mm. <laughs> wow. All right, so Carlito's Way is your first one. Uh, your second. Jason is leading. Again, he's yes. here to promote the Gateway Pet Guardians event tomorrow night at Missouri Bar and Grill, Hillside Animal Hospital, promoting their services. They're here, too. This is a, this is a big competition. Jason, your, your thoughts on this uh, final round? <sighs> you know, I... I'm not don't familiar have, with that film. Don't, don't we have to hear the second film? Uh, 
Yeah, we didn't hear the second film yet. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm ahead of things. You are my apologies. Ahead. I was just letting you go. I got excited about the Z and the cruise. Yeah, that was, yeah. It, was, it, was it was a good journey. Though. Travis just jumped off a building. He's mortified <laughs> at my idiocy. <laughs> All right. We have Carlito's Way. What is Carlito's Way going against, you ask? <laughs> I don't. I just jumped to Maybe the no one final does. score. Yeah. But here you go. Next, Wall Street, 1987. Drama, crime. Two hours, six minutes. On the Wall Street of the 1980s, Bud Fox, Charlie Sheen, is a stockbroker full of ambition, doing whatever he can to make his way up to the top. Admiring the power and ups, an unsparing corporate raider, admiring the power of the unsparing corporate raider Gordon Gecko, Michael Douglas, Fox entices Gecko into mentoring him into, by providing insider trading. As Fox becomes embroiled in greed and underhanded schemes, his decisions eventually threaten the livelihood of his scrupulous father, Martin Sheen. Faced with his dilemma, Fox questions his loyalties. You ever had an office job? Yeah, yeah, sure. How was it? It was fine. I mean, you know, I tired of it, and then something happened, so I had to leave. What happened? I was a salesman. I wasn't just an office job, really, you know. Put a company out of business for selling them bad paper. I, I didn't sell them bad paper, but the mill sent them bad paper. It was their first run on a big job. I had this great deal on this, on what they were looking for. It was, you know, for a bank, a big, giant run. You know, with the really thick stuff you can hang on doorknobs. Paper gets there, and everybody's happy as a clam and it wouldn't run because it was something wrong with it. And then they said, this, and I said, well, me too. Bye-bye. And I felt bad. So you were a paper salesman? I was. I made a lot of money doing it. I was good at it. Was it Dundler Mifflin? No, no, it wasn't. It was very close. It was called Case Paper, south side of Chicago. Of course. All right. So we learned Sean used to be a paper salesman. Dr. Ed was really impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street versus Carlito's Way. What does everyone have? Jason... Why don't you go first since you have the lead? I'm going to go Wall Street. Wall Street for Wall Jason. Street. I think Gardner's trying to trick us. He wants us to vote Wall Street. I'm going Carlito's way. Yeah, I, I honestly think the same thing. I, Wall Street's kind of iconic film, but I, I'm going to go Carlito's. I'm going Carlito's way. Okay. Oh. So Do we go to overtime? Win, yeah. That's right. Jason with Wall Street. Wall Street a 78, Carlito's Way an 80. Close. Jason's ultra competitive. This is going to get real weird. Dr. Ed and him in the finals. So Travis, too. So we have a three-way tie at two apiece with Travis, Jason, and Dr. Ed. We go to our tiebreaker, another New York-themed movie. So here's your tiebreaker movie. And now the tiebreaker. This was just on television the other day. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, 1992. Adventure comedy, two hour, one minute. After snarky youth Kevin Ma Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, loses track of his father at the airport, he mistakenly gets on a plane headed for New York City. While the rest of the McAllisters fly to McAllisters fly to Florida. Oh, while the rest of the McAllisters fly to Florida. Now along with the big, now alone in the Big Apple, Kevin cons his way into a room at the Plaza Hotel and begins his usual antics. But when Kevin discovers that the sticky that the sticky bandits, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, are on the loose, he struggles to stop them from robbing an elderly man's toy store just before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Towns his way into the Plaza Hotel. Well, that's impossible. I know the whole the Plaza Hotel. My Aunt Margaret was a maid at the Plaza Hotel. And, you know, I I've been to the Plaza Hotel a million times. Yeah. And there's no way you're gonna, some eight-year-old's gonna con his way into staying at the Plaza Hotel. That's all I gotta say about that. No, come on now. That's enough. Now, can I go to the bathroom please okay bye-bye Enjoy wisconsin okay okay <laughs> so sean struggles with the storyline simply because macaulay culkin was able to get a hotel reservation <laughs> um hmm 
So it's Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Guess closest to the actual score, Travis. Family classic. Um, I kind of felt like Kevin McAllister the last few months. So I certainly understood what he was going through. So I'm going to say it is 85. 85. 85 from Travis. Um, Dr. Ed. 65. Oh, wow. 65 from Dr. Ed. Wide berth there for Jason. Jason. You know, Macaulay Culkin is kind of the Brett Hall of uh, oh. Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, he's kind of just yes. he kind of just like runs around wild there. Uh, we've uh, said that for years. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he's he's doing his underground wrestling thing. So, um, it is. It's not as good as the original. I'm gonna go 34. Wow. Whoa. Wow. 34. Bold move. And you know what I appreciate about it, Jason? He didn't do that. Oh, 86 to play it safe or no. somewhere in the middle. That's a bold move. 34. That is bold. Travis, what was your guess again? 85. 85. 65 from Dr. Ed. Yep. 34. 34. From Jason. Jason? Yes. Glory, glory, yeah. Shut up. A 32. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. The bold move pays off. I wow. would have said 90. I honestly would. Was it not that good? No. Oh, no, number two was nowhere near as good. Wow. It was better than The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Freeze frame that. Congratulations <laughs> to Jason Thank Pippi you. from the Blues and Gateway Pet Guardians. Wow. Anything uh, from the proprietor of Hillside Animal Hospital? Is no. this a good, clean win? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think so. I think that's fair. Uh, real quick, just a reminder, hillsideanimalhospital.net is Dr. Ed's website. Great care. I just took my dog in, uh, and Jason's a, a client as well, or his dog's a client. Uh, just took my dog <laughs> in on Monday. They got her taken care of super quick. She had a bad allergic reaction over the weekend so thank you to you and your staff and thanks for all the support on the show you guys take your pets there because dr ed supports us and he supports gateway pet guardians and jason's event tomorrow night again one more time pints for pups missouri bar and grill 5 to 9 p.m what's the uh what's the three run four logo? so so three run four is a social running group uh we run two or three miles throughout downtown and then uh, we pick a bar every every week to start and end from. So uh, at 6.15, the, the happy hour starts at 5, but at 6.15, we're going to be going on a three-mile run. It helps you work up a, a nice thirst for a couple extra beers for the dogs. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, nice work, man. We're excited to uh, support this. If you all want to donate, you can just click through the event that we've shared. And, uh, man, we've got to pick a winner for our Pet Once uh, giveaway. Big thanks to them for helping us spread the word today. I've got uh, a name to grab right here and uh, drum roll travis do i just pick a number no a drum roll you guys are the you guys are oh the you mouth want to give a drum roll time yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what so i was like that one it's yeah. like a boat no that was good keep can we keep it going no we can't garner don't embarrass me in front of company i'm doing it like that though the winner of our uh, of our giveaway from pet one st louis west Teresa voss oh my gosh look at that also a gateway pet guardians member random choice and uh the great uh, folks at pet one st louis west are gonna hook her up with a bag of dog food and uh, premium dog treats as well travis anything to go anything you would like to apologize for 
uh, before you get back to St. Louis? No, I mean, uh, well, first off, again, uh, an amazing job to the entire St. Louis Blues organization. Congratulations again to you, Jason, the Thank job you. that the organization did. Thank you. Uh, being in New York throughout the run, uh, it really was a great representation of St. Louis and the entire city. So you guys uh, made uh, St. Louis and very proud. And I, and I hope to sit down with Jason when I get back so we can discuss uh, blacks and blues, because I believe if, I told if, if St. Louis Blues want to finally become the preeminent professional sporting franchise in North America, it's important to get a, a, be a part of this movement. And, and I hope uh, that we can sit down and I, I'll, I mean, I can sit down with Craig Berube. I can sit down with I can, look, whoever I need extreme, to sit down please. with. I, I'm, I'm happy to do that so we can make sure blacks and blues is a big part of the blues mm -hmm. defending their Stanley Cup next season. Sounds great. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Trying yeah, to tell it that long. He just, <laughs> Jason just treated you like a weird aunt at, uh, at Thanksgiving. No, like, sure. No, he, just yeah. gave, he gave me he gave me the Hollywood no. Since since I've been in New York and working for Sesame Street, he gave me yeah, man. Well, yeah, yeah, that's definitely let's go put put some time on my calendar, please. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. What a show. Can support I, uh, Jason. Support Gateway Pet Guardians. Can I leave us with a clip real oh. quick? May we? Please. Um, I'm going to pull this from YouTube. Um, but just if no one has seen it, and I don't know how you have it, but you're referencing in Dogs on Film with, uh, with uh, Meet Joe Black, uh, the scene where Brad Pitt... Oh, dies. God, we're going to play this scene. It's just so hilarious. By the way, this almost happens to me like three times a day. <laughs> Watch his body in the air. Oh, 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 no, oh, no wonder it was a rotten, that's how it ends? That's so terrible. No, that's how it like starts off in the movie. Oh, Jason, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the best is when he's upside down and gets hit by the cab. Oh, we used to, to build me. oh, whoops, I, I don't know, I guess I had a play. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Doctor, I had your thoughts on that? Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Support Hillside, support Jason. Big thanks to everybody for tuning in today. Again, congrats to our winner on the, uh, the prize giveaway. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace out.